1: God bless you. Truly, we thank the Lord for being here another day by way of radio. I count it a blessing as well as a privilege to be able to come to you this day by way of radio. At this time, let me pray Father, in the name of Jesus the Christ, I thank you, I praise you, I honor you, I thank you for this opportunity to be able to come before your peoples and begin to speak that which you have put upon my heart to say. I ask you to move in a special way, O God, that I might decrease and you increase, that you go forth in me and speak through me that which would be said in Jesus the Christ for Jesus Wait, Father, I thank you. I thank you for just allowing me to be here this day after the things that you have done in my life. And I praise you for it. In Jesus to Christ's name I pray. Amen and amen. I had two things to pop in my mind. I do apologize. Amen. And I was just thanking the Lord and how God was to me. Amen. I thank God for our awakening from seeing crusade on last week. I thank God for the new peoples that we met. Thank God for seeing some of the older peoples that we know that they showed up to visit us. That was a blessing. Amen. Amen. Amen, we're looking for God to do even more, amen, later on in the near future in this area. I'm not, as I was saying on last weekend, if I said in the crusade, I'm not trying to build a ministry, or what they call a worldwide ministry. I'm not trying to build no church. And I'm listen, I'm not knocking those that are doing that God is calling to do that but I just want to be faithful with the few. And a few, I want to be faithful to them. I want to be in a position that I can help somebody to make it in. I am just want to be water in their life. See, if somebody could have planted the seed, or I could have planted the seed, and then the Lord blesses through the words coming from somebody, uh, coming from me to somebody, and that multiply in their life, and that give them a hope to hold on to righteousness, because that's what it's all about, believers. Just as I was saying in the crusade, it, it ain't about who is right and who is wrong; it's about us being what God has chose and called to be. That's what it's all about. I'm telling you. It is not uh, trying to prove I know more scripture than you and somebody else knows scripture than than that person and all that, uh, which I, nobody uh, won the, the scripture things that I always, every time I run a crusade or go somewhere, I pick out a few people's that know the Bibles and I let them quote the scriptures and, uh, well, I've been had this $66 dollars for now about three or four years. I't I, I don't had it so long, I don't forget. but nevertheless, whenever they do it, they'll get it and I put some more on there and we'll go back, start back old. but nevertheless, I, again, I thank God for you you and you that's listening to me that came out. I really do. And I want to say in anything that I can do, feel free to call me. And I promise you, I'll try to uh, come to your aid if I'm able to come. I just thank God that you loved it me enough. I loved the word. I don't care what it was, whether you loved it the word enough to come forth, and you loved it, Brother Where to come forth. I thank God for your soul. Please keep in mind that uh, if I can help you in any way, don't hesitate to call me. Amen? Amen. I just wanted to say that again. It was a true blessing, those that came out and performed. Amen. Outside of the word. Amen. Amen. Outside of uh, what I thought it was going to be, God blessed more than I thought it was. I'm going to be honest. So I thank God. I thank God for you. thank God for the few that I had met that I never met that they in turn said, well, I'm not able to come, but I have to meet you, brother, where I want to be a blessing to the, uh, your, uh, the crusade. And I, and I thank God for them. As well, I had three people that wanted to be there, but they wasn't able to be there. So we thank God for them. Amen. Uh, so I'm not going to say, but like I said, just keep listening to it. And please tell somebody about the broadcast so that we will be able to continue and go forth as God would have us to do. It, I, I know it's in your hands, it, in God's hand, but we are vessels that he used. Amen? Now, my heart was saddened on one occasion uh, sh- uh, a couple of weeks ago that I went to uh, my sister-in-law, my deceased wife, sister's film, and in the process... Of me going to the fume, I heard the preacher gets up and uh, I'm trying to stay off of that, but I'm, I'm gonna have to say the preacher. I won't call his name or nothing, but I'm trying to stay away from that. I really, truly am. And uh, he said, Well, I can see my, uh, it was his mother in law, and uh, her husband had died during that COVID, first wave uh COVID during that time, and, and also his, uh, my mother-in-law and also one of my little nephews uh, had passed. But anyway, they in turn uh, was preaching, and he started out. First, uh, the person that was doing the opening ceremony, leading, telling everybody, you know, the time to pray and the time to give the words and the time to do everything. So she, it was a sister. She got up and she said, I know she's in a better place. I know she's in, in her husband standing there with his arms open, his, her mother standing there with her arms open, and her son, they mean her, so they all got joy. She wouldn't want to come back here for nothing for the joy she got, but we miss her on this side, but we all got to go there eventually. And I said, well, I, I, I dismissed her I said, well, I don't know whether she's an ordained minister or she's just a a minister, and she went up there, and, you know, she could be of the family. I didn't know. I didn't even question. But I know this brother is an ordained minister. That He went to seminary. He even pastored a church uh, before, and then he, in turn, got up there and said the exact same thing now believers listen to me listen to me listen to me that told my heart now i'm i'm being honest that really told into my heart not the mere fact that he didn't know or he said it but out of all the people it was about mm, give and take about 300 big funeral and they was, yeah, they, they clapped and praised God and because they was excited to know that they her mama and her husband is standing there uh, with their arms open waiting to receive her. And you say, well, Brother Ware, what's wrong with that? Well, what's wrong with it with you give people false hope? And what you're saying, brother? Where she went to hell? No, I'm not. But of course, we know that on one portion hell is the grave. You know, I understand that, but I'm not. I'm not there. I'm not going there to say that. What I am going is that we need to tell the truth. Now, when he went to the grave to commit the body to the grave, he says. Uh, 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 with uh, ashes to ashes, dust to dust, the Lord given and the Lord taken away. He have took the beloved sister where we all, uh, we are sown a corrupt body, and we will uh, be resurrected in the day of judgment, in the last day, and He will come forth in the, in that day and call us from the grave. Now, wait a minute. Wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm not fussing, and I'm not condemning nobody. But that has sent two different messages. Well, here's the problem. The first message, you had about 300 people. The second message, you only had uh, maybe 50 peoples, okay? So those 300 peoples went home, and they went, to their different state area and believing that this young this lady uh, is right now united with her husband. Believers, let me say this, and, and hopefully I can help someone. Hopefully, if you think I'm wrong, please don't turn your radio off. Hear the conclusion of the matter. And then you'll see where I'm going with this. Because we really, really need to know what the will and the plan of God. Because if we don't know what the will and the plan of God, then here's what'll happen. We'll wind up. Now, they got two scriptures that they use, believers. They got one scripture, absent from the body is present with the Lord. That's that's their main scripture and then if they the ones that have been studying a lot they go into Luke and talk about the rich man okay now you know and that's what I'm going to do I'm going to go and do the same thing so you can really see what they said okay all right in uh, Luke the 16th chapter and it says, and he said unto them, ye that are justified yourself. Well, we don't want to deal with that. Go down a little bit, brother. Well, all right, the law and the prophets and this. Okay, here you go, the rich man. And there was a certain, I'm in the 19th verse. There was a certain rich man, which was clothed in purple and fine linen and fared sumptuously every day. And there was a certain beggar named Lazarus which had, was laid at the gate full of sores designed to be fed with the crumbs which fell from the rich man's table. Uh, moreover, the dogs... Uh, r- uh, came and licked his sores. Now, I I heard back when I was a kid that when a dog licked your sore it heals it. I don't know how true that is, but I heard my daddy and I'm talking about that. So if they got a sore or something, they would let our pet, Brownie, uh, lick it. I don't know if that's true. I can't say. But the dog licked the sores, okay? And it came to pass that the beggar died. And was carried by the angel unto Abraham's bosom, and rich, likewise the rich man also died, and he was and and was burned, buried. I'm sorry, and hell. He lifted up his eyes, being in torment, and listen and and it's Abraham. For all and Lazarus in Abraham bosom and he cried and said Father Abraham, have mercy on me then uh, send Lazarus and he may drop listen now, he may drop the tip of my tongue in water. Wait a minute, in water and cool my tongue, for I am torment in this flame. And Abraham said, Son, remember that thou hast uh, uh, in thy lifetime received the good things. And likewise, Lazarus, uh listen, likewise, Lazar the evil thing, but now, but now, but now I'm just driving some home. But now he is con- comfort and thou art in torment. Now somebody say, you see that brother? Where There is right there. One died, and the other was, and the other went to hell and was burning in flame, and therefore. That would make that when we die, we automatically either go to heaven or Hades. Okay? Guess what? That is not true. Now, that was spoken in the time before the resurrection of Christ. People died and they went to paradise. When they died, the spirit rested in paradise. The Bible says no man hath descended up since he that came down from heaven, meaning Jesus. Jesus is the only one. Now, and I know I'm going to get some debate on this, but I'm being honest, I don't see it. If you got a better understanding, then you need to teach brother Web. But I, I, I'm saying I don't see how you can come up with. It wouldn't be no purpose of a resurrection, believers. God wouldn't resurrected us. He wouldn't need to resurrected us if we already in our spot. If we done died and went to be with the Lord, and we in the place where we supposed to be, then guess what? Now, what did happen? Uh, according to Peter. The Bible said he went down and cap uh, uh, set the captive free. And I believe that the captive free you'll read them, that they were set free in in, in Abraham's bosom in the twenty-seventh chapter of the book of Matthew, and it and it read as follow After the thing was rent, okay, in twain. Fifty two says, and the grave were opened. And bodies of the saints, which was asleep, arose, and arose out of the, out of the grave after the resurrection, and went to the holy city and appeared unto them. Now, what happened? I believe that they were set free. It's it was a, a listen. Remember the the older. Saints, before Christ came on the scene, they had to sacrifice a turtle dove, uh, whatever, uh, red heifer, uh, this uh, goat, or whatever, and uh, represent Christ, leading up to Christ. Now, if they had the sacrifice leading up to Christ, then once the true sacrifice came, which was Christ. They no, no longer lead, needed to do that. So this is what the people was waiting for. This is what the time that when we went, listen, when you die, brothers, sisters, you step out of time into eternity. When you die, you don't have to say, it's kind of like uh, you went to sleep last night. Those of you that went to sleep. If I woke you up two hours after you slept, went to sleep and says, uh, what time is it? You're going to say, without looking at a watch or clock, you're going to say, I don't know what time it is. I was asleep. Right. Why? You was con- subconscious. You was out of it. So it's no way. Those of you that ever had an operation, you they put you to sleep, And you didn't know any cutting or anything on you until you woke up and you realized, I'm sore. I'm sore from what? From where they had cut me and did this and sewed me back together, but I'm still sore in that spot. So my point is, my point in that is when one dies, you goes to sleep. And you stay there until the resurrection. You do not part of the people's come and part of them go. That's not right. The Bible says, listen, in Corinthians, okay, if that would happen, God would be contradicting himself, and he's not going to do that, okay? So here's what happened. So also... The resurrection of the dead is sown in corruption and raised in incorruption. It is sown in dishonor and it is raised uh, in power. Listen, it was sown a natural body. It is raised a spiritual body. There is natural body and there are spiritual body. Now, here's what it's saying. You gonna get a new body, okay? But you're not gonna get that new body. I don't care if they put you in the sea. And I want you to get this. When they if you went in the sea and the fish ate you up and the and your people couldn't even find you no more. But guess what? In that day when Christ come back, the fish that ate you and dumb and you out, guess what? You're going to resurrect from the sea. There is nobody, do you understand, that done die now or 1,500 years ago or 15,000 years ago will not be resurrected. That's why the Lord say, I saw a number that no man could number. Now, the 144,000 is a special group. But when you go in Revelation and read, I looked and I saw a number that no man could number. Now, today we can count up septillion. I remember counting up, uh, well, going through the motion, uh, you know, like ones, 10, 100,000, of 100,000. Uh, million, tens of million, hundred million, trillion, tens of trillion, hundred trillion, billion. Oh, well, I said it wrong, but anyway, billion, then trillion. But I said about But what I'm saying, septillion is the force we got. But guess what? We got some people that can go a lot further. But the the one that we're talking about, oh, it's way, way further than that. Way, it is a number, a natural, just like you can't number the sand in the sea. No way, you don't, the Bible said you can't even number the stars in the heaven. So Abraham's seeds will be more than the stars, will be more than the sand of the sea. Those people will be resurrected, though. Your loved one. And I done lost a mother, a father, and grandfather, grandmother, and so on and so on, a wife, and all. But guess what? They sleep. They waiting for that day. And here, what Paul was saying, he made it plain. He said, Behold, I show you a mystery, that we shall not all sleep. Now, who knows? I may not die before Christ come back, and you may, or I may die, and you may not die. Okay, before Christ come back, I don't know. I I, I can't say. But guess what? You ain't gonna lose out. It say, "I show you a mystery uh, uh, that ye shall not all sleep, but we shall be changed." Okay, in a moment of a twinkling of an eye. And at the last trump, that's when this going to happen. And this ain't no Donald Trump. This trump, like we blow a trumpet, we just fix it up. And, uh, but at the last trump, okay? And, and I'm not trying to throw off or nothing, but I'm just making that plain. Okay, for, uh, for the trumpet shall sound. And the dead, wait a minute, wait a minute. I thought the dead was already gone. I thought it was already in heaven. I thought it was already, no, they are not. And listen, even where we are at, uh, if where houses and stuff, if you go back a hundred, let's say a thousand years, that probably was wood. Something probably got buried there or somebody probably got buried there or whatever. So people's gonna come up in that stuff I say it like that, the stuff that they teach about the rapture. The catching away is true, that part, but the secret part it is not right. God ain't coming back secretly. The Bible said, every eye shall see him, and every tongue shall confess that Jesus is Lord. I'll be back on this in a couple of minutes, but right now, let me go on break. God bless you.
0: Praise the Lord, my friend. Brother Ware will return shortly.
1: Well, praise God, praise the Lord. We are back, we are back. We thank God for you, amen. Thank God for you and you being with us. Please, next week, if you would, tell somebody about the broadcast. Tell them how to log down, how to put it, put them on the phone. But we thank God for you listening. Uh want to say I'm not in the city Uh I had to make it before I got out of the city. So if you have any question, feel free to call me at 404-293-7557. only thing I'm saying that if I don't answer, just leave your name and number. I'll be more than happy to get back with you with it. That I promise you. I don't eat nor calls. But if I'm on another call and I stop and this person want to do that, the other person want to say this, it winds up dishonoring the person I'm talking to. So I'm trying to do better about that. I just let it go to my answer machine. Amen? Praise God. All right. So, but again, we want to thank God for you. Even thank God for Ola May. Amen. Being a part and making Uh, that entertainment night, a very good success. Amen. All right? Um, Back to what we were saying. And here's what I I want you to understand, because I don't want to contradict myself saying we should worry about what God telling us more so than trying to straighten out somebody else. But I want you, I want you to understand You that have lost your mothers as I, you that have lost your father as I, you that have lost your mate as I, guess what? I don't cry about it. I'm not telling you that it's wrong to cry. Now, I'm not saying that. But I know that they are asleep. My only thing is I pray that they got their life together before they leave here. Because if you don't have your life together before you leave here, you can't get it together after you leave here. As a tree falling, so it lays. So however that tree fell, that tree may move and wave while it's up, while it's standing. But the moment that tree falls, that's it. It's going to stay right where it laid it except somebody moving. So what, what are you saying, Brother Well? I'm saying the same thing with your loved ones. I'm not trying to preach doom and gloom to it. No, ma'am. No, sir. I want you to be happy and know that we'll see them in the day of res- resurrection. And once we see them, we won't see them as we will see them but not see them as they was in the natural body. In the natural body, uh, it was totally different. But the Bible said that God will wash away, wipe away all tears from our eyes. So even if we did see someone that we cared for and knowing that they're not going to receive what we're going to receive, The tears will be wiped away from our eyes, and we won't have to cry no more because of the fact we'll be looking for the place that he has for us. The Bible says he created a new heaven and a new earth. We got brand new heaven, brand new earth that we are going to inherit after the resurrection. Amen. Amen. Now, I'm not trying to be deep as all these, some of these preachers going to tell you that they can tell you that we're going to walk on this and we're going to do that and then he's going to have a judgment call for this group and a judgment call for that. I cannot say all that. I only can tell you the, 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 the little thing, and the little thing is I believe the Bible, Okay. God I don't want to say no more than what God have given to me because if you trust him God will give you some of you even give you a lot more than what I got but I know that I don't have to worry about my children my uh, my uh wife my my mom my dad guess what I know that they are resting I know that they from all pains and, and suffering and heartaches, amen, not because they have been judged yet, because I'm still here, and I haven't been changed, so when the judgment day comes, even if I'm alive, I'm going to be changed in a moment, in a twinkling of an eye, we just read that, remember, so if we just read that, that's saying that it's going to happen, amen, But let's get back down to uh, 15th chapter and uh, what was it, 52nd verse? No, we, we read that. Okay, the 53rd verse, it said, For this corruption must put on incorruption, and this mortal must put on immortality. So when this corruptible shall have put on incorruptible, this martyr shall have put on immortality. Then shall be brought to pass, saying uh, that it is written, death swallowed swallowed up in victory. Death, where is thy stain? O gray, where is thy victory? So guess what? We got a altogether new body. Gray going to lose out. going to cast grave uh, and the hell and the grave and the false prophet and the Satan. Going to put all of them in the lake of fire. Yes. Yes, they going to the lake of fire. Now, I'm not going to the lake of fire because... He have made provision for you and I, Amen. And and it ain't nothing that we deserve, is He loved you so that He gave you His only begotten Son, of only begotten Word, and whosoever believe in His Word will not perish, but have everlasting life. He did that. He did that for you and for me. Why? Because he knew that we needed a Savior. He knew that James Ware couldn't make it on his knowledge. I couldn't make it on my feelings because he done told us we walk by faith. What faith? Faith to believe that he came, he, he died, he shedded his blood. What kind of blood? God's blood. How are you going to say, brother, well, that's God's blood? Because I found out that the father's blood is in the child. So when uh, Mary was pregnant, the father was God himself that spoke the word in her womb, and it came forth. And when it came forth, uh, of course, I, in the English translation we say Jesus the Christ but we understand my sh- uh, uh, we understand that he is not called that in Greek no ma'am so since he's not called it in Greek but guess what I'm not called the uh, James in Greek we do it in English. So uh, James wears in English. So it's not a big debate. We're still saying he's the word of God. You see, yes, I know some of you can say, Yahshua Hamashiach is how we should call him at all times. Well, then the only thing we learned was Yahshua Yashua, Hamashiach in Greek. But we ain't learned nothing else. When we start talking, we gonna talk in English. It's no different than when I see my Muslim brothers. They saying, assalamu alaikum, and guess what? Then we finna hold a conversation in English. What's the purpose? You say, well, that that's the uh, uh, the right way of greeting one another. And yeah, but the right way, when I see I know two Muslim from the east. When they get together, they not only say "Assalamualaikum" and then the other one say "Waalaikumassalam." And guess what? Then they ha- have a conversation. They start their conversation. I don't know what they saying. Why? Because they continue to talk in uh, Greek, uh, uh, in Arabic, rather. So guess what? I don't know, because I don't know Arabic. Now, so as it is with you. Why are we trying to be so? And, and if you want to do it, trust me, I'm not knocking you. I'm really not knocking I know it might sound like, but I'm really not, because you do what you have to do. I'm going to do what I believe that the Lord is pleased with me doing it. Now, when I get On the other side, and he said, James, well, you messed up. You shouldn't have gave people this or that. Then I have to pay for it on the other side. I don't think I'll be lost. No, ma'am. No, sir. Because I believe in Christ dying for my sins. I have accepted the finished work of the cross. I'm seeking to know his will in my life. I'm not trying to go against anything that he said in the scripture, to the best of my knowledge. Amen. Now, let's go a little further. He said, "O stain, O stain, where uh, O stain, uh, where was? Uh, um, oh, okay. O death, where is thy? Uh, where is thy stain?" Oh, gray, where is thy victory? The stain of death is sin. Guess what? No more sin. When you resurrected, sin is out the window, out the door, out whatever is gone. You have that perfect body. You don't even have to worry about arthritis. You don't have to worry about your leg hurting. You don't have to worry about your back hurting. Why? Because you got an immortality body. A body that's going to uh, live forever in uh, sin. Okay, uh, death wears uh, uh, death. The stain of death is sin. Other words, the people that uh, feared death and felt bad when they died is those people that's in sin. But guess what? Those that are in life, they only fell to sleep those that had eternal life, those that had surrendered themselves to Christ. Those things, and the strength of sin is in the law. Guess what? We know what the strength of sin is. How? Well, why? Because we had a guideline by the law. No, it didn't save you. It didn't do anything. It made you aware of what you should and what you shouldn't do. I thanked be to God, which gave us victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. You see, you got to thank the Lord for the victory. Why? Because now that's a new day. See, the Bible says, now you got to realize that you got to be written in the book of life, folks. And the only way you can be written in the book of life is you have to accept the finished work of Christ. It ain't what Brother Webb think It ain't what church you're a part of. And I know some of you got great fellowship that you go to. You love your church. And nothing wrong with that. I'm not condemning that. But what I am saying, what you're going to have to do is to know without a shadow of a doubt that you have repented from your sin and that you are living holy you are living a lifestyle that it pleases god now so what i can say are you living that lifestyle that pleases god no ma'am no sir only you can say that only you can know the real deal right you can know it somebody else can guess it but they don't they don't really know like you know, see, when the Bible tells me that we got to stand before God, and see, once you stand before God, then can't nobody come up there and help you? or oh, they would love to say, well, I, I want to help my child. I want to help my friend. I want to help this, help that. No, ma'am, no, sir, nobody. And see, when the enemy come forth and causes us, to uh receive the things that's condemning. Say, we got to know, be not deceived. God is not mocked. Whatsoever a man sow it, that shall he also reap. Why we are saying that, if you sow one thing, guess what? You're gonna reap whatever you sow. It may not, it may listen, it may come when you least expect it. But when it comes, we can't change it. Uh, the Bible said, "I saw the dead small. Uh, I saw the dead small and great. I'm reading from Revelation, the twentieth chapter. Uh, I saw the uh, dead small and great stand before God, and a book was opened, and another book was opened, which is the book of life." Man, that's a lot of names. I don't know how big that book, but it's a couple of books was open. Now, you have to get your name in this book by repenting of your sin. No, it's not uh, believing everything, brother, where I believe. It's not doing everything, brother, where I do. But I do say you must repent and recognize that you believe in the word of God. What word? The living word. Who is the living word? Jesus, Hamashiach. Yes, you must believe in Jesus the Christ as your deliverance. There is no deliverance. Yes, we can say things. We can say this is the right church, that is the right church, but ain't no church is right. If you don't have a right heart. And the only way you can get a right heart. If you giving your life to Jesus Christ. And they wrote it in. Your name is written. Listen let's go. So the small uh, small and great stand before God. And a book was opened. And another book was opened. Which is the book of life. And the dead were judged out of those things. Which was written in the books, according to their works. Now, I know people love to say, uh, God ain't going to judge me on my works. He ain't going to do that. That's man stuff. Well, brothers and sisters, according to the Scripture, you're going to be judged on your work. You know why? Because when you repented, he gave you something to do. He did not save you to do nothing. I'm sorry. I know we would like to believe that. I know that that sounds good sometimes, but I want you to know this for truthfully, that anyone that say they was called and saved, they had a mindset to do more than just attend church, Uh, do more than just listen to the church, on the radio, or on television. No, 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 no. They had a more mind concept, except they was uh, paralyzed or couldn't move, nothing. Then they may have that mindset, what could I do, uh, or whatever, but I'm saying everybody that I know, now I'm not saying I know everybody, I'm saying everybody that I know when they got converted, they had a mind to want to go and tell everybody about that. They want to tell somebody about that. All right, and and because I ain't noticed my time, and see, uh, and the sea gave up the dead which were in them, and death and hell deliver up the dead which were in them. See that, brother? Well, well, guess what? See. They have took that, I'm, I was trying to get back to Luke. They have took that hell, is that hell was the Gehenda, the grave, okay? So uh, the death and hell delivered up the dead which were in them. You got me? The dead had to stand before God. In a, we read it in Corinthians. In an immortal body, so guess what? Why they standing up and being judged? If the dead, small and great, had to stand before God, and, and the book was opening, and so on and so on like this. And the sea gave up the dead which were in it, and death del- and hell deliver up the dead which were in them. Okay, and they were judged every man according. Uh, to their work. And death and hell uh, were cast into the lake of fire. No more graves. you're going to die. and You ain't got to worry about dying no more. Okay? And listen now, and whosoever was not found written in the book of life. So if your name wasn't in the, those two books that opened in the book of life, were what? Cast into a lake of fire. Now, this fire is everlasting fire. This fire is a fire that don't quench, don't go out. Now, somebody said you burn forever and ever and ever. I don't know that. There is no scripture out not Now, the devil and his angels, we know they're going to burn forever and ever. And because... That the devil and his angels, they was created to live forever. When they was created, we wasn't. We was created to live forever if we receive Christ. If we get our act together, so to speak, um, that's Brother word, act. But if you accept the Lord, if you do that which is right, then the Lord, himself will do what calls you to have eternal life believers listen to me listen to me if you want to do the right thing no it ain't about the church it ain't about the garment it ain't about what what you wear even though i believe that once you get converted and the holy spirit will lead and guide you in that it ain't about these things out with things, what it is about, you surrendering your life, and you're surrendering to obey God in the fullness thereof. That's what it's all about. It ain't about what can I do uh, to get there. It's what I have done. Accept him as Lord of my life. Surrendered my life over being willing to forget my ideas and take up his plan, learning the word of God so that I can know what he will for my life without me knowing what the word of God say. There is no way that I can be that vessel that he have chose and called me to be from the foundation of the earth. And in closing, you that say you really love God. Can you honestly say you are surrendering your life? You are doing that which he have chose you to do in order that God may be glorified in your name, in his name, in God's name. Yes, we can uh, make people think this and make people think that, but is God pleasing with us today? Can we honestly say that I'm obeying him in spirit and in truth? That's the key, my brothers, my sister, making sure that we are obeying God. It ain't about nobody trying to put us in hell or heaven. It ain't about when we die somebody saying we were so good, we were so this, we were so that. It ain't about those things. It's about your relationship with Christ at this time. And I pray that you turn from your sins and seek his face, not a denomination, but his face, and see what he'll do in place of you. Father, we thank you. Father, we praise you. Father, we honor you. We thank you for this time. We thank you for this opportunity, God, to be able to call upon your name. Now, Father, we ask you to forgive us for our sins and transgression, God, that we surrender all to you and be that vessel that you have chose us to be from the foundation of the earth. And God, those of us that's trying to overcome anything, we cast it to you and asking you to remove it out of our life that we can go forth. And be all that you have called us to be. Father, we just thank you for that. And we just praise you for that. In Jesus, the Christ's name I pray. Amen and amen. Listen, believers. I promise you. I I, I thank God for what God is doing. But I really see that there is a need. Maybe I'm the only one looking at that, which I don't think so. But I see how everything is crumbling around us. And I'm not just saying that. I'm seeing how people that used to stand not be able to stand anymore. They are going forth in a direction that I'm seeing the enemy is seems like getting victory. So you, you that are under my voice, sound of my voice, do this for me. Make it a point that you're going to be that vessel that God is calling, that vessel that God has chosen, not for Brother Ware, but because God loved you that much that he would love that you are going to surrender all in all to him. I pray that you go forth and be that vessel, be that individual, and be that one that going to be used in these last and evil days, Amen, Amen. I tell you what, we thank God again for you. I thank God for you that sacrifice to come out. Thank God for the love gift that you give the ministry. I promise you, it will be used for that as well. And we thank God that you be with us, be blessed with, uh-uh, be praying for us to go forth and be all that we can be. Amen? Amen. Brother Ware is saying, as I always say, you don't have the problems you think you have. All you need is more faith in our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. God bless you.
0: Praise the Lord. I pray that the message that you just heard was an eye-opener and a blessing to you. If you would like to hear this message and many of our other messages, please log on to our website, brotherjamesware.org. That's brotherjamesware.org. Now, if you have a desire to contact Brother Ware for special prayer or just to be a blessing to our program, you may write a letter to P.O. Box 232, Easley, South Carolina, 29641. That's brotherjamesware, P.O. Box